Welcome to Discoculia Headlines Weekly, a podcast where we share news, information, resources, tips and tricks about Discoculia. You can subscribe to this podcast via iTunes and then search for Discoculia Headlines. You can also find us on the web at discoculiaheadlines.com and then click on the podcast page. 10 things about Discoculia. CPA, no, not the accountant. Reasoning, math with purpose, and research on Discoculia subtypes. This is our podcast for week 24 of 2021, and we welcome Dr. Schroeder, the founder of Disco Coolia Services, and she's going to help us review the links for this week. Welcome, Dr. Schroeder. Well, as always, I'm happy to be back here. And we're happy to see you. We have wonderful links that we can go over. And the first one is intriguing. It's about 10 things about Disco Coolia. What can we learn? Well, apparently we can learn 10 things here. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. It's a really good article written by Dalia Merov. Uh, from Pit News, and she has suffered from dyscalculia and wants to bring some awareness to it. And she also highlights some things that people may not necessarily know about uh, dyscalculia. Um, so, although people call it math dyslexia, it is quite different. And yes, also a learning disability, but it's it's not dyslexia. It's definitely uh, different from that. There are some overlaps, but mostly differences. Another thing is that she cannot count, not forward and certainly not backward. She skips over numbers, puts them in the wrong order, and um, she wants the readers to know this, that it's a real uh, disability and that it's inborn. It's not something you acquire, it is how your um, brain is wired from birth. Now, other things she mentioned are uh, about not being able to read music, uh, having uh, no spatial awareness, and how she talks to herself loudly to keep herself on track. Then we welcome with her roommate. Absolutely. Anyway, an interesting piece, easy to read, and and great awareness. It's very courageous from that uh, girl. She's a student uh, from Pitt, and uh, very courageous to uh, open up like that. Yeah. Our next link is about CPA, and I, I already said it is not about the certified public accounting. So what is CPA in this context here? In in this context, we refer to concrete pictorial abstract as a highly effective approach to teaching that uh, develops a really deep sustainable understanding of math in students now often referred to as the concrete representational abstract framework CPA was developed by an American psychologist Jerome Bruner okay it's an essential technique within a part uh, in the Singapore method of teaching math for mastery. And we all know that uh, the Singaporeans always uh, score in the top five, if not in Indeed. The, the top three. In Indeed. The, Indeed. In Don't the rub it in. Don't rub it in. <laughs> well, the, the website mathnoproblem.com, and, and make sure that you type the S because it's English maths, no problem. Uh, brings us this information and they use it to promote their services. It's a cycle of using concrete materials, then work with diagrams that represent earlier used materials, and then finally use language in words and then in mathematical symbols. Fantastic! They put in the mathematical language before uh, writing symbols. A right. great way to teach and use a lot okay. when working with dyscalculic children. And I love to start with a uh, storyline 
before I introduce everything to connect with the everyday life of the student, to engage them even more. Okay. That's a little yeah. addition that we use for students who, who uh, struggle in math. Okay. Sounds good. Sounds good. The next uh, link is about the reasoning. What, what can we learn here? Yeah, that's a topic really near and dear to my heart and um, connected with the previous one also where they try to use language, reason about what they see before they write down the mathematical symbols. Now, too often we only see screen children based on whether they get the answers to questions right or wrong. And we don't know their reasoning behind it. Uh, and most of them do not even write that down, so we cannot check that either. So our whole standardized uh, test system here in the US is built on that here. SAP, ACT, GED, and all other large tests that are important to determine educational opportunities you will get are all based on the right or wrong That's scoring. And right. I know that is an no, easy score. It's a number that we plug on and then you carry it with you the rest of your life. Exactly. Well, you can do it several times usually, but anyway, there is little available to test the reasoning and strategies those students can apply. And that is actually very important as it shows the capability of the student, yes. the potential instead of a performance uh, snapshot. Right, right. And the post links to the system you can purchase at icmath.com and I have been at that website uh, more often. I think we commented on it also. It's a very um, thoughtful presenting of uh, math and they also sell something via the Etsy store, some, some kits with tools to work on is a, a great uh, initiative. Yeah, it's good to work on that uh, reasoning. And, uh, and I think you're developing uh, a reasoning system as well now, the, the MARS system. Yes, we're trying to uh, help um, teachers in a short time and in an easy implementable way to figure out what the reasoning of their uh, students is. Obviously, uh, it takes some talking because they often do not write it down, but talking is easier for them, it goes faster. And the plan here is that when you know what the reasoning level of your student is, that it's much easier to know what comes next and then select specific activities to um, further the knowledge of your student. and. Uh, we give all those suggestions in the results. In the analysis. Email, Good. In the yeah. Analysis. Okay. Right. Well, my dear uh, listeners, uh, the uh, the system is in beta testing now from Dr. Schroeder, and you can find it at Mars. Uh, the system. Uh, the URL is mathstrategy.org. So you can go there and help us beta test it. Uh, Anyway, our next link is about math with purpose. That sounds important to me. That is absolutely important. And I really love this because so often you get questions from students like, and why am I learning this? What is this formula? I will never use that in my life. It's never connected to something that is important or purposeful for me. And uh, this is an initiative from the website Purposeful Math. And that is a very good name for it. This is what they say about themselves. Let me quote. Purposeful math, again, math with an S, contains lots of high-quality self-made teaching resources designed to encourage student thinking, improve student understanding, and challenge 
students' perceptions of mathematics. Purposeful math covers the 11 to 16 age range and or covers that, and uh, they are designed around the English national curriculum. Although the topics can be applied to any curriculum worldwide. That's convenient. Yeah. Yes, that's what they do. And the website is brimmed with PowerPoint presentations about all topics in math and uh, all in the very useful format of <coughs> I do as the teacher, then we do, you do it together with your student, and then you do, you have your okay. student do it uh, independently or in small groups. Now, unfortunately, there is not yet much explanation that comes with the slides, although an experienced teacher or tutor will be able to figure it out uh, quickly. Um, but you know, I'm a sticker for, it's not about the tool, it's about the talk that accompanies the tool and also engaging your student, talking with you. You need the dialogue. So I'm happy with the format of um, I do, we do, you do, but um, <laughs> we, we may add some uh, good draft language to use. Right, they also. should really add that to the uh, to the slides. But it's a good uh, it's a good start. But volunteers can add yeah. to that and give suggestions. Absolutely. Well, that uh, sort of completes our week. Here's our last link. It is about research on dyscalculia uh, subtypes. What are those subtypes that they're talking about here? Now, let me first say how much I appreciate all efforts to do <coughs> uh, research related to dyscalculia, and I applaud all the scientists who, who work on this. Yes. So this particular research was uh, done by Christian Kiesler, Christin Schwenk, and Jörg Tobias Kuhn in their project Method of Educational Research at the Faculty of Rehabilitation Scientists from the Technical University Dortmund okay. in, in Germany. Huh? Okay. Their research found two clear, robust subtypes of people who struggle in math. First of all, a slightly impaired subtype, and secondly, a strongly impaired subtype. And those subtypes differed mostly regarding their mathematical abilities. But the analysis also suggests that differences in attention could be a key factor. Therefore, uh, comorbid attention difficulties um, seem to be really important and relative, uh, relevant factor. And that needs to be considered when you establish subtypes. So, Substantial intelligence differences between dyscalculia subtypes could not be found. So it's not about being smart or not. Differences in working memory and reading fluency were also not, uh, not very uh, important. So overall the results seem to be robust regardless of the diagnostic test used for assessing dyscalculia. When planning interventions for children with dyscalculia, the existence of a subtype with substantial attention problems should be kept in mind. Okay. It's great to see uh, confirmed, actually, what we encounter yes. in our daily Yes, work. yes. And to have it, have it, uh, right. have it researched. So it's a bit like kicking open doors, but it is nice that now it's in black and white and it's been researched and it is exactly. out there. Exactly, and that it's not like the gut feeling of teachers and, right. and tutors and parents, right. but so that we can put confirmed. a number on it. Right. 
That's good. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you, Dr. Schroeder, for your insights uh, and views on our links for this week. We hope to see you again next week with a new set of links. Dr. Schroeder is the founder of Discoculia Services, and you can follow her on the social media. Her most important quest is to find more people that need to become aware of Discoculia and need to be trained in how to help students with Discoculia. For that, you can go to her website, discoculiatraining.org and find all of her online courses right there. Discoculia Headlines Weekly is a production from discoculiaheadlines.com. You can find us on the web at discoculiaheadlines.com and we are on Twitter at discoculiahead. You can also find us on Facebook, we have a board on Pinterest and on Flipboard. Search for Discoculia Headlines or follow the links on our webpage. You can send your questions, comments and contributions to communications at discoculiaheadlines.com and we may even discuss it in one of our upcoming podcasts. We hope this was useful for you and until next week, you can count on us.